Hey everyone, and welcome back once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington, and we are going on a discipleship journey through the book of John, the gospel of John, really looking how do we follow Jesus? How do we know Jesus? And in knowing him, what does it look like to, to live this Christian life in faith, trusting in Jesus and who his identity is? And so today we are in John chapter 15, and I want to look at just three verses. And we're going to look at these three verses today, and then we're going to look at these three verses plus one more tomorrow. And, and really, the question I want to start with is, is how, how do you glorify God? What does it look like for you to bring glory to God the Father? Now, Jesus answers that question in our text today. If you look with me, John chapter 15, verses 8, 9, and 10. Here's what we, we have as Jesus is speaking. He says, By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Now, this is a, just a short text here, but there, there's so much here. Let's just walk through it little by little. Jesus says, he says, by this, my Father is glorified. Well, we've seen that the Father is glorified in, in the Son. Jesus has already said it's time for him to be glorified as the Father glorifies him as he glorifies the Father. But here, it's not simply Jesus glorifying the Father. It's, there's a new dynamic. He says, by this, my Father is glorified. Here it is that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Jesus says, here's, here's how the Father is glorified in you, that you would bear fruit. And in doing so, you prove that you are my disciples. Now, we've already seen Jesus says that the world will know that we are his disciples by our love for one another. And so this fruit, it's an outflow of love for one another. In fact, look at verse 9. He says, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. And then he says, abide or remain in my love. Continue in my love. And here's what he says. If you keep my commandments, remember what he said? To love each other. This is the new commandment. You will abide in my love. Our abiding in his love is really, it's loving one another. We love one another, and when we love one another, it bears much fruit. He says, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. What you see here is this, this, uh, this overflow of love between the Father and the Son that you and I, by faith in Christ, by faith in his death and resurrection, we now are partakers of this. We receive the Father's love through the sacrificial work of the Son, we now receive the Son's instructions that we love one another. In fact, we have the Spirit that dwells in us, enabling us to love one another. And as we love one another, we end up bearing much fruit. Well, the fruit is seen in our character. The fruit is seen in our service to each other. The fruit is seen in the, the maturing of the church as the church assembles and sacrificially serves one another, just like Christ did toward us. We grow in love. 
And as we grow in love, well, guess what? The world is going to look at us. They're going to know that we are disciples of Christ by our love for one another. They're going to be attracted to the church because of the church's genuine sacrificial love. And this isn't just a, a love that is, is warm, fuzzy feelings. This is, we, we love each other by teaching each other. We love each other by serving each other. We love each other by, by correcting one another. This is what love looks like. It's a biblical love. It's based on the word of God. And so as we love each other, as we abide in Christ's love, as the world sees that and is attracted to the gospel and begins to know Christ and his death and resurrection, and then as, as other people begin to experience the love of Christ, they start loving Christ and loving the church. Look at this. We bear much fruit. See, it all boils down to this idea of, of love. And we see the love of Christ. The love of Christ is holy love. It's obedient to the Father. This is not the world's mantra that love is love and we can make whatever it is we want to be love, love. No, that is not the kind of love we're talking about. We're talking about a holy love. Jesus says, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. See, the love we're looking at is, it's sanctified. It's holy. It is pure. It is defined by God and not by the world. But continue to look at this love. We see the love of Christ is unconditional. He loves us first. We don't make ourselves good enough so that all of a sudden we qualify for his love. Rather, when we were dead in our trespasses because of the great love with which he loved us, being rich in mercy, God sent his son Jesus Christ to be the, the sacrifice for us. This is not something we earned. Rather, this is something that is bestowed upon us. It is an unconditional love and it is a sacrificial love. Jesus' love it was costly. It was hard. He, he loved in a way that cost his life. And then he turns to us and he says, By this, my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit and prove to be my disciples. He says, As the Father has loved me, so I loved you. Abide in my love. Remain in my love. Continue in my love. Mimic my love. Follow in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. See, this is our ancient way for our modern day. It is so important. Uh, the ancient way for our modern day reminds us of a holy, unconditional, sacrificial love, the love of Christ given to us and the love of Christ that we now walk in. And this, in fact, is our ancient way for our modern day.